Welcome to Cover to Cover, a podcast featuring musical conversations about an album or song which has changed and enhanced someone's life. I am your host, songwriter Matt Tarka. Thanks for joining us today. We humans connect with the presence of music in our own unique way. As an artist, a concert goer, through our headphones, or as something that simply lives in our everyday background. Our guest today comes to us from Brighton, UK. He is one Danny Green. Danny Green is a songwriter who currently leads the band DG Solaris. Previously, he headed up folk rock band Leish, who over the course of 10 years released four critically acclaimed albums. Known for a full band sound, often incorporating strings and female harmonies, many have appreciated Green's subtle, heartfelt, and often darkly humorous lyrical content. The first two Leish records, one was self-titled, and obituaries were home-recorded in Brighton, then followed the albums Pendulum Swing and Time Elastic, which were recorded in studio settings with respective producers Dave Gerard and Tim Bidwell, and both released via French label Talitre. Leish gained a lot of supporters at BBC Radio with numerous plays from legendary DJs as Steve Lamech, Tom Robinson, and Mark Riley. Leish traveled extensively with tours of UK, Germany, France, Italy, and Texas. In March of 2018, Danny met Liana, and they began a romantic as well as songwriting partnership. And by December of that year, they were married. They started a new band, DG Solaris, and wrote their debut album while exploring the mountains and jungles of South America on their extended honeymoon. The resulting album, Spirit Glow, was recorded at London's Bella Union Studios with producer Iggy B and will be released on June 19th. In addition, DG Solaris is featured as Artist of the Week on Lates on BBC Radio Bristol at this time. So for our conversation today, we are going to be discussing Bonnie Prince Billy's 2001 effort, Ease Down the Road. And it was released on Palace Records in March on March 19th, 2001. So without further delay, let's welcome our guest to the program. Danny, thank you so much for being here and spending some time with us on Cover to Cover. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, nice to be here. We're going to be talking about all things Bonnie Prince Billy's album, Ease Down the Road. And uh, this might be a slightly perplexing question, I suppose, at first blush, but I'm going to ask it and see where it takes us. Uh, who is Will Oldham? And how did he arrive at the stage name of Bonnie Prince Billy? Well, Will Oldham um, is a songwriter, as you said, from from Louisville, Kentucky. And he released his first uh, musical, uh, you know, musical recordings under a kind of varying, various different names. So the, the first name was Palace Brothers and then Palace Music, and then Palace, and then Will Oldham, and then all sorts of, you know, various kind of incarnations around this this idea. And when he um, released his 1999 record, I See a Darkness, he changed his name to Bonnie Prince Billy, and that's the name that he's, he's stayed with um, ever since then. So I think he's kind of... I think he's sort of hearkening back to a kind of, well, I guess the most obvious thing that it invokes would be Bonnie Prince Charlie, um, which is a, 
oh gosh, <laughs> I'm putting myself on the spot here. <laughs> he was Bonnie Prince Charlie again, but I think I think there's there's some there's some kind of Celtic connection there, and uh, you know it's a sort of historical figure from from you know from uh, oh gosh, I, I want to get my facts straight now. I'm on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> the internet never forgets. <laughs> yeah, quite. Yeah, I don't I don't, don't want to get this wrong. Um, let me check. So. Uh, Ah, here we get right. So Charles Edward Louis John Casimir Sylvester Severino Maria Stewart, otherwise known as Body Prince Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tongue twister. <laughs> yeah, quite. Um, yeah. But anyway, that was anyway. I'm going down a terrible cul-de-sac right now. Let's uh, let's get back on track. But that that was the name that he he decided to use from from I See a Darkness onwards, and uh, he's he's kind of stuck with that. I think his his label, Drag City and Domino Records, um, probably quite strongly suggested that if he wants to kind of maintain a career in music, he would do well to stick with the name and, uh, you know, make it easy for people to find his music. We're talking with Danny Green here on Cover to Cover with Matt Tarka, specifically about Bonnie Prince Billy's 2001 record, Ease Down the Road. And uh, Danny, can you tell our listeners if they happen to be unfamiliar with the man himself, who some of the players are that are complimenting Bonnie Prince Billy on this record. Well, we've got um, Dave Parho, um, who is otherwise known as Papa M, and he's a, a chap who has um, released a, a lot of albums as Papa M and also Ariel M, and under the name Parho. He's also someone who likes to change his name <laughs> constantly, um, but he's he's a fantastic uh, guitarist and songwriter in his own right, and he also played with. Um, Zwan with Billy Corgan back in the day. So he, he's a very respected player. Um, he plays guitar and um, piano on, on the album. Uh, Matt Sweeney also, who um, is from a band called, I think it's Chave. And he, Matt Sweeney and Bonnie Prince Billy wrote an album together a few years after called Superwolf, which is a, a great album. Um, also on this album is Harmony Corrine, the... Um, film director and i i've been trying to figure out what his contribution is it just says vocals harmony kareem but if you look at the, the the list of the on the album it's you know vocals are attributed to um one two three four five six seven people on the album so it's hard to know what voice is his you know mm-hmm. um, but apparently he's there somewhere which which is kind of interesting but i can't find any information about which songs you can hear his voice on or anything about his involvement yeah from what i recall about harmony uh i believe oh gosh uh, directed kids and gummo some some really um uh pivotal uh controversial movies in the mid 90s yeah Hmm. yeah yeah um I also don't know a great deal about him. I, I have watched a, a couple of interviews with him where uh, on David Letterman where where they went particularly awkwardly wrong. And, mm. uh, and, and apparently Letterman refused to let him back on the show for many years. Oh, so. my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I won't go into that. Story. <laughs> you yeah, can that one out. I've, already, I've already done one. I've done one cul-de-sac already straight off the bat. Let's, let's you know, try and stay on track. <laughs> sure. <laughs> We are talking with one Danny Green of the band DG Solaris here on Cover to Cover with Matt Tarka. We're talking about Bonnie Prince Billy. And uh, Danny, how 
how did you come about the artist himself? Um, did you did you discover his music on your own? Did a uh, did a friend turn you on to this uh, body of work that he was creating pre Bonnie Prince Billy? How did um how did that happen? Well, when I was um, in my early teens, my my sort of musical loves were things like Britpop and grunge. You know, I was I was a big sort of Blur, Oasis, Pulp, Nirvana, Smashing Pumpkins kind of guy. So I was I was into all that kind of stuff. And then so at some point during my, uh, I would say when I was about fifteen or sixteen, I discovered post rock music. You know, stuff like Mogwai, Godspeed You Black Emperor, and I, I just became you know, from the minute I first heard a, a Mogwai album, I became obsessed with that kind of style of music, that kind of orchestral, wordless, um, you know, very emotional, transcendental rock music. And and that was all I wanted to listen to for, for quite a few years. Um, you know, I just, I, it, almost, it was almost like I just went off the idea of having a singer. It, it, it felt like having a singer in the band was somehow grossly egotistical and just kind of showing off really you don't you don't need one you know it's all about just creating cool guitar tones and then at some point I think when I was about 18 I then um I used to buy the NME magazine uh, religiously because it always had good cover cds and they had a cover cd from Domino Records and I mean it just changed my life that that cd it, it had it had um it gave me the first Bonnie Prince Billy the first Smog, aka Bill Callahan, the first Pavement, Jim O'Rourke, um, Silver Jews, like all basically all 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 of which just became my favorite bands it, like overnight. It was like wow, it just kind of here you go, here's <laughs> here's your new <laughs> here's your new musical scene, and yeah. um, and and the first song I heard by uh, Bonnie Prince Billy was Death to Everyone from his I See a Darkness album. And I thought about choosing that album for this um, this discussion because it's one that I I love very deeply, and it was my first introduction to to Will Oldham, um, and you know, it's been a sort of lifelong. Um, I've been a sort of lifelong fan, but I think uh, on reflection, I realised that the what I loved about that music at the time was how dark it was and how sparse and how sort of vulnerable and difficult it is as a listen because it's so kind of lo-fi and kind of you know awkward and it's challenging music you know um whereas when I when I listen to that now like I can appreciate it and I can sort of get something from it but at the same time you know I'm not that awkward teenager anymore you know I'm I'm kind of you know, I'm listening to it with mature, with more mature ears and, and it doesn't speak to me in quite the same way. You know, it, I don't feel like it sort of holds up in quite the same way for me. Whereas when I flick on ease down the road, I just suddenly go like, okay, great. Yeah. I can just listen to this, you know, forever, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, yeah. it, 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 you know, the, the title says it all. It's just, it's easy. You know, it just, it just kind of floats by and I, and yet when you dig deeply into the words and, and what's going on, it's, it's, there's a lot there, you know. Danny, this feels like a good time to uh, talk about some of your favorite tracks. Where would you, uh, where would you like to start? Um, well, let's start at the beginning. Okay. Track one, May It Always Be. Um, there's something 
delightfully sort of simple and uh, comforting about this song. It's a very kind of, um, it's a very sort of straight ahead love song or so it seems. And, you know, it has words like, well, the opening lines, I've been with you for a fairly long time. May I call you, may I call you, may I call you mine. You know, it's just like, it's just kind of like, I love you kind of song. Um, and uh, and yet, as the lyrics develop, it suddenly get. It, there's a sense of it getting a little bit more kind of, there's a little bit more of a kind of real world grit to it, which I, which kind of catches you off guard. I think like the last verse then has in the morning we'll wrestle on and sorry, in the morning we'll wrestle and ruin our stomachs with coffee. Won't mm. we be, won't we be happy? And it's like that kind of like it, going from this sort of lofty sort of, Oh, I love you. And everything's about, you know, up here and, and it brings it down to just like ruining your stomach with coffee. It's like, okay, this is, there's a bit of a, an edge to this now, which then gets, goes deeper as the album progresses. And, uh, and also what I love about this song is that there's absolutely sort of ludicrous guitar solo that just bursts in out of nowhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, and, and, that, and that, I think that's what I love about Bonnie Prince Billy um, is that his songs, you know, that sometimes he can have such traditional song structures, melodies, chords, you know, the whole arrangement. And then he'll just throw in like one element to kind of undermine the whole thing. You know, he'll just put in a really weird sounding kind of 80s synth or something, which just for like half the song and you just like, why is that there? But it, you know, it, it kind of, it creates an, an intrigue, you know, it kind of, he's just yeah. he never lets you fully like relax into what's going on. It's like, there's always something where he's sort of playing with you or your expectations. And on this song, this guitar solo, it's like, and it's just like, whoa, did not see that coming. Like that was not, yeah. That was not expected in this sort of gentle song. This kind of like almost sort of Guns and Roses style, like so, right. um, which I just find hilarious. And it's like you know, I just I think it's just his sense of humor again. You know, I think what I should probably mention about um, about this record, and I don't I don't know how family friendly I need to be on this uh, on this podcast. <laughs> we, 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 could it, we, could, we could edit out later. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, it's just. I mean, it's it's worth saying that the the album is it feels very the humor is very kind of bawdy. It's very kind of it's very sort of sexually explicit, shall we say? And um, the the lyrics often go to a very kind of intimate place um, where he's sort of wrestling with this kind of extreme romantic, like gentle intimacy. But then there's, there's also a lot of like violence and and death which which is in there and it's 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 really unclear quite what's going on but again he's 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 toy he's toying with our expectations and you know um yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> how to finish that sentence yeah. are are you thinking about uh just to see my holly home as uh an example of some of that kind of voyeuristic murder ballad behavior what a yeah i mean you know it's like just to see my holly home and and again it's like the music of this song it's so it's the most sort of upbeat jaunty folk country kind of pop song and it's just really like jolly and like you know sing-along kind of song and then the first line is just to see my holly home evil jack he walks alone swigs swings a club and stinks something awful we'll give him a painful jawful and it's like 
okay and then it, it just yeah. gets worse from there it's just it's all about kind of this sort of violent kind of situation like um and then and then it ends up with hiding their bodies in the reeds shallow bed of soil and leaves and and all this stuff and it's like yeah murder it's yeah it's interesting there's a kind of an impromptu gang vocal in this one and you know it's sort of complemented with that kind of chimey jangly rickenbacker guitar that's kind of a it's a weird dichotomy isn't it <laughs> mm. yeah again he's uh never letting us quite be secure in in what's going on um yeah like give, give us a joyful sounding pop song and then have the words be about some kind of bloody murder um yeah classic bonnie yeah we're talking with danny green here on cover to cover with matt tarka all things bonnie prince billy we're talking about bonnie prince billy's 2001 record uh ease down the road um danny what other tracks would you like to tackle here discuss i mean the 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 title track um ease down the road uh i've always i've always enjoyed this for its again for its humor and and, uh, and subtlety like the the sound of it again quite sort of soft and and gentle but with a sort of driving rhythm um but it's it's basically telling the story of having an adulterous affair with um with another man's wife and and yet there's something incredibly e- even though he's telling this story as, as if he should feel some kind of guilt um there's a sense of kind of joy joyful sort of abandoned like he, he just doesn't care you know there's a sense of like well it's fine you know yeah um, she, she, you know she was there i was there we made love because you know because we needed to make love and <laughs> and, that was, <laughs> and that was that we had a good time we eased down the road you know there's something very sort of and i suppose you know hearing that as a as a sort of young foolish man that it, it seems kind of romantic and sort of dangerous and kind of cool and edgy in a way that perhaps listening to it now, it might seem a little bit kind of uh, childish or uh, irresponsible. Um, Yeah. The protagonist seems to like to antagonize others. There's a line in here where, uh, where he sings a fireman, her husband was. And so to give him duty, I duly tried to light a fire upon his rightful booty. (laughs) Exactly. It's it's perfect. And and it's just so funny. So you can't help but smile. (laughs) Yeah. And, and then, and then the, the lyrics get more kind of, um, you know, that it's kind of double entendre, you know, um, like through the windows, I could see the fields and clouds all passing and in the passenger position, Eleanor was thrashing, you know, it's like, yeah. um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, you know, like hearing this, you know, at, the, at that age, it was it was very it was very thrilling and sort of titillating and um, yeah. and inspiring, uh, like th- that you could have this kind of juxtaposition of of words and music in, in that way. Absolutely, some really uh, tasteful banjo playing from I believe Matt Sweeney in this one. Really, a uh, it's it's great stuff. It, it complements the song really well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. We are we are talking with Danny Green here on Cover to Cover about. Bonnie Prince Billy's Ease Down the Road. And uh, after Ease Down the Road, we have a track called The Lion Lair. It clocks in just over six minutes. So it's uh, it's it's an odyssey that we go on with this song. What uh, wh- what do you think about this track? Um, yeah, I mean, it's... Um, 
Absolutely. It's definitely an odyssey. I, I, don't, I don't know what to say about this one, though. I'm not sure. What do I say? It's like, again, there's, there's, words, there's words that are, um, you know, very, very uh, explicit. Like he says, had himself in no time, hand on shaft and gripped his ball, wished, wished your mouth would come down on it, feel your lips sink warm upon it. And it's like, again, he's, he's bringing us down in, down in the muck. Um, but then, but then, yeah. <laughs> but, then, but then the following lines are, you know, it's more lofty. It's in the lion lair, in the lion lair, watch your own self and take care. I am outside almost one with all the life in the lion lair. So it's kind of like some kind of ex- exploration of, of his, um, his kind of inner shadows and his, his inner power. And, and, and Will always, Will Oldham always explores animals in his songs. It's a, it's a real, running theme um he's he often he, he did his album super wolf and there's lots of things about wolves there's a song on here on this album called sheep about murdering a sheep there's there's the lion lair in in this song even there's beasts and birds and you know he's always exploring the different kind of symbolism of of different animals um and this is definitely a good example of that for sure absolutely we are talking with danny green here about Will Oldham's lyrical uh, intonations um, as Will Oldham becomes Bonnie Prince Billy. Uh, this is a record uh, from 2001 titled East Down the Road. Um, after the Lion Lair, we have a tune that's uh, called Mrs. William. What a, what say you about this one? Um, yeah, it's uh I, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what to say about this one. Again, it's. Um, the, the, I mean, the, the the song itself is is a very beautiful. Um, you know, it's one of the kind of jauntier, more upbeat, pretty sounding ones. Um, and I mean, I, 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 I guess the thing is with with Will, it's always it's difficult to know what he's talking about um, a lot of the time because his songs very rarely. Certainly at this stage in his career, they very rarely feel very sort of autobiographical in a way that you might find many songwriters tend to write, you know, from the eye. Like when you hear him say I, you don't feel like it's his eye. You know? Yeah. It's like so, he's taking himself out of the equation. Exactly. And and so but then of course this song is called Mrs. William and his name is William Oldham. So um there is a it's obviously kind of like it catches your attention here so you know the lines are mrs william where is william where has william go um you should know he you shouldn't come to a place like this alone um and then he says now if you'd like to sit here at my table i'll abide but it isn't usually my thing to do another's bride so again it's a it's a, another song about adultery and um you know and there's a sense that he's he's really reveling in this he's sort of reveling in the drama that that this adulterous um i mean and that and that's the thing having said all of that stuff about it doesn't feel like an autobiographical eye when when you then step back and and think that he's basically written an entire album seemingly about exploring different aspects of a kind of an adulterous affair you think okay actually (laughs) you know there must have been something going on with this you know for sure he he must be writing from some kind of um 
personal experience but he does it in a way that feels you know he's like coming at it from different angles taking different characters you know these different animals that come in and out and it's um it's hard to pin it down you know you can't just say well this is about this you know and that, right. that's that's what's you know so kind of fascinating about his his songs i think talking with danny green here on cover to cover with matt tarka about bonnie prince billy's ease down the road and uh after Mrs. William, we have a track called Sheep. Speaking of animals, we have a song called Sheep. And uh, what do you think about this track? It's another, uh, it's another explicit one for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's, it's, it's one that I think sounds more like it could have come from um, the I See a Darkness uh, sessions. It's, it's got a very kind of dark, kind of minor key very um what's the word um very kind of dissonant sounding kind of chord changes which which kind of take your take you off guard a little bit uh so it feels quite tense um but the lyrics are very much uh about well ex- exploring like a sheep being being brutally murdered um and sort of like watching watching that happen um, so we've got like, um, in my time I grew and killed them or out of memory, I willed them and willed them. Sorry. I'm willed in a greater history out of massacre and mystery. So yeah, this is sort of exploring this kind of relationship with, with murdering a sheep. Um, and then again, by the end of the song, he, he brings out the, um, the lyrics, bring it back to this kind of affair situation. He says, everyone will tell you it's evil to be a free thinking pecker like Bonnie old me. Right. So this is, you know, this is really talking about him now. And then he says, but I'll flex my armies and blow out my gut and prove I'll be loved by any old slut. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, well, okay, cool. Um, Not just Sarah from, uh, you know, just to see my Holly home. It's, uh, <laughs> There's a harem of sluts he seems to be talking about. Yeah, and and, and, he, and, he's, and then the, the following line is, look here in my wallet, it's loaded and true, and now I can leave here and go and find you. So it's, it's a, you know, it's about, you know, prostitution. It's like, well, that's what it sounds like, for sure. Um, so, but again, you know, you, you sort of feel like he's, um, like the fact that he would even write that song <laughs> in such a, in such a way, and then deliver it in, in, in a way that the, the lyrics that they don't come through. So it, they're not so easy to kind of follow on this song. I think like it's, you know, the, the way the song kind of comes out, it's the lyrics are slightly more buried than perhaps in other songs. Um, so you don't quite get the sense of quite how dark he's going on this one, but it's, um, but yeah, it's, it's, this is him at his darkest on this album for sure. Yeah. There, there seems to be a kind of a, a subtle, excuse me, subtle uh, dr- uh, drug reference here. Uh, a lyric Brittle wind blew snow upon me. I got blanketed, all white and frosty. Sounds like a pretty uh, direct reference to, you know, something like cocaine. I don't know, but <laughs> just an observation. Oh, uh, yeah. I hadn't thought about that, actually. Um, yeah. Where is that? That's. I'm just looking I think at it's the second verse. Black they were with white eyes gleaming. Right in heaven, life was seeming. Brittle wind blew snow upon me. I got blanketed, all white and frosty. Mm. 
Yeah, I, I, yeah, maybe maybe that is a, a drug reference. Um, I suppose I, ha- I suppose I hadn't taken it in that way, just because I guess because of the sort of the scene of the. It feels like a kind of outdoor scene to me. You know, he's, like the previous scene was, you know, he stood there in the fields carving with his father. Um, so I, I guess I took it more literally, like it was, like it was a literal, you know, like it was a snow. But yeah. but of course, yeah, that. But then, but then, of course, the song finishing with like references to prostitution. It, it, it's anyone's guess, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the lines are <laughs> the proverbial lines are blurred. <laughs> sure, for sure, if you will. After Sheep, we have a tune called Grand Dark Feeling of Emptiness. And it just, you know, from a um, production point of view, it sounds very off the cuff. And, you know, s- you know, we're sticking in that kind of minor key. What um, do, do any lyrics uh, resonate with you on this particular track? I mean, again, it's, he's, he's bringing out the, the animals. Um, a piglet, lamb or little calf, I'll chop my humanness in half and be as worm or virus. So, I mean, yeah, this is this is again. This one could f- could feel very much like from I Fear Darkness album. It's got that that darkness. Um, you know that the title itself says it all. That grand dark feeling of emptiness. Um, and I think, um, I mean, I've I've read interviews with with Will um, where he's he's very much been open about the fact that his sort of um, I think it was his mid twenties that he he really suffered a sort of existential crisis and a real a real depression um which gripped him for a long time and i think he became quite obsessed with um with death and uh which, you know which is where all of these songs about um death and dying and and murder and 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 stuff come from it's you know he was really really exploring the the dark the dark parts of himself and i think this song is a very good example of that um yeah, I mean, what does he say? Well, well, I felt I was born today, so I took it upon me to go away, to gather my thoughts and go away where I could be somebody. Um, and then, and then, you know, again, he goes bawdy. Um, and was it a friend that turned me loose or was it a girl come to baste my goose? Or was it my great God who laid on his finger and started my clock anew? Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's yeah, there's there's a sense he he's like he's writing at two a.m. on a you know Sunday morning at this point I think. Yeah, yeah, trying to bl- block out some some really ugly events that happened. Hmm. But I there's, there's there's a song I'd like to talk about is um, a, a King at Night, which is the third track. Um, just skipping back. Yeah, if we if you may, um, of course, yeah. <laughs> uh, th- this one i this one i particularly enjoy for its for, for its humor because um it's called a, a king at night and he is discussing um he's kind of painting this picture of him as a king um but the image that he creates is is one of um real sort of it's it's a very comical depiction of him as this almost as if he's overseeing this kind of crumbling kingdom where, where things are just sort of falling apart and he's, he's just like, well, I'm the king. I can do whatever I want, but you know, the things are falling apart. Like the first line is there is grime on my face. There is crust in my eye. There is no one in the place and no one said goodbye. This is how I start another day in my kingdom. 
And then it goes on to say, there is hate in my heart. This is how my day starts. There is blood on my hands from the murder of a man. This is how I start another day in my kingdom. But then he goes on, it brings it back to the body and he says, and where is my queen? She's as gone as can be. She's a fine looking lady and she'd like to go down on me and I'd like to go down on her too. Um, so, you know, <laughs> I love it. It's great. Power and Conalegus, yeah. And 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 then the, the last the last verse. Um, the, this is the bit I always I always hope it was uh, Harmony Corinne singing this, but I think I think it's actually Dave Paho. It sounds like Dave Paho's voice, um, but he says there are good times to be had. Only insane's really bad. The Lord and I agree. It's not too off to be what we are as long as we're royalty. And then he says, "You fuck and what's to do?" And then Dave Paho shouts, "You fuck!" Yeah, <laughs> it, it's not your kingdom too, and it's like <laughs> again, it's 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 such a kind of it's it's like the weird synth sounds coming in. It's like this just this voice kind of off mic just screaming, "You fuck!" Um, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Yeah, cl- classic Bonnie humor. Yeah, we are speaking with Danny Green here on Cover to Cover with Matt Tarko, and we're talking about Bonnie Prince Billy's ease down the road. Um, Danny, I, I'm pretty sure we have discussed just about every track except for Break of Day and uh, the last track here, which is uh, kind of a complete opposite in sentiment. It's about, um, oh gosh, what is the name of that song? Oh, Rich Wife Full of Happiness. Mm. Yeah, um, I think the title in itself is kind of... Um is kind of well it's it's quite funny isn't it you know if you put it in the context of this album of 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 lusty sort of country songs about you know having an affair with with another man's wife and then and then it's rich wife full of happiness um that in itself is is seems quite um he's baiting us (laughs) yeah Um, um but then you know, but then the, the song itself is is one of the most. It's definitely one of the most joyous and sort of upbeat. You know, it's 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 it, certainly in that category. It's a really like joyful one. Um, and the words, you know, Lily can take it with a smile and not a frown. In the room where she lives, blessed, I guess she wears my favor and shows it around. And in doing so, I too get blessed. Which, uh, again, sounds very bawdy to me. Um, um. But the, <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I, ha- I have to do this one. A, sh- a shark and a dog. Here again, more animals. A shark and a dog. Now you're laughing. The dog licks the shark dry in your photographing. It's a great line. The, yeah. The dog licks the shark dry in your photographing. And then he says, and I lick you dry until you're laughing. My finger in your behind. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> he paints a picture. <laughs> He paints a picture, doesn't he? He's, no, he's never. I mean, uh, I'm already regretting discussing this album now. It seems like a terrible. I, I hope my mom isn't listening. You know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, getting I, a phone call after this episode. <laughs> yeah, quite. I mean, yeah. I, I, th- I think that's that's the thing about this 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 record is it it shows you where where my sort of uh, mentality was at, at, at this age. Like, it, it took an album like 
like this to to draw me back to to singer songwriters you know the idea of writing songs and and i think you know bonnie prince is, is someone who really inspires me as as a songwriter f- for that reason that that sense of um you know combining a song which might sound in a certain way and then and then bringing lyrics which just sort of undermine it or kind of seem a bit cynical or a bit you know a bit humorous or something kind of not quite sure what's going on there and that that was something i definitely took from from him um and yeah and i suppose um yeah i i've and, and even writing about sex is something that i've i've definitely explored myself and it but it's and it's always it's always one of those things where i have to kind of really you know have my sort of eye on on my audience and, and think okay yeah. can i really get away with saying that like i you know that's that just seems offensive now i can't i can't go there i'm gonna have to i'm just gonna have to put a little metaphor there instead of saying what i was gonna say you know um yeah because but 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 i guess it's, it's also something that nick cave um likes to explore and and, and i i uh, i respect him for that as well uh, because i I guess that's the thing, you know, for, for me, like song, songs about love, sex and death, that they're, they're the ones that always intrigue me, you know, and, uh, and they're always the best ones. So that's that. And so this album, it's like, it's, a, it's got all of it. It's got love, sex and death. So it's, you know, that, that's why, that's why it's, it's up there for me. <laughs> the trilogy of great musical songwriting topics. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We're talking with Danny Green here on Cover to Cover with Matt Tarka about Bonnie Prince Billy's 2001 offering Ease Down the Road. And uh, Danny, I always like to close up each of these conversations with a question about cover art. And, you know, we know that in the 21st century, you know, so much music is not just being released digitally, but certainly with physical media as well, with uh, cassettes, CDs, vinyl records. Cover art is always some sort of supporting medium. I wanted to ask you, you know, what kinds of qualities does it evoke? And do you think it's an accurate portrayal of what you're about to experience? Well, when I, when I look at the, the album art, I can't help but feel incredibly nostalgic um, for the time of when I first heard it. You know, it just instantly brings me back to, to that time, which was 2001. It was the year that I went to university um, so, you know, the year that I left home and, and sort of struck out on my own. And, um, I remember vividly remember listening to it for the first time at my friend, James Ockleford's, um, house, uh, before I left for university. And, um, and it's, it's interesting because it, the album cover itself is, is a very, uh, I suppose unremarkable photograph of a field on a sort of cloudy day um and it's not very clear you can't really see much else of, of what's going on that but all, all you can really say is that there's you can see a sort of tire you can see tire tracks on the field so it looks as if a car has sort of driven through the field and possibly like there's a kind of um a, a fork in the road so it looks mm. a little bit like like that is going on but it's it's not very clear but you know, you'll make you your my main sort of impression is like it's a picture of a field on a cloudy day. So there's there's not a great deal going on. But for me, it really reminds me of where I grew up, which is um, is Yorkshire. I was I'm from uh, West Yorkshire, and West Yorkshire has 
some very very beautiful more moorland um you know these go stretches for miles you know just like fields with rocks and cliffs and you know it's the sort of place you want to go hiking on a sunday and um it just kind of reminds me of, of that it looks a little bit like it could be from yorkshire um but i i don't know it could be scotland it could be it could be anywhere um but but it kind of reminds me of of, of that time danny green it has been such a wonderful pleasure to have you on the program today thank you so very much for coming on the show and uh talking about all things bonnie prince billy and uh specifically east down the road and thank you again very much for being here thank you very much it's been a it's been a pleasure all right my special thanks to danny green for taking some time to stop by today for all of you listeners out there thank you so very much And please remember to hit that subscribe button on that device in which you listen to your favorite podcasts, whether it's TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, or Apple. Take a moment to tell your friends and even some family members about our show. Let us know how much you like the show by giving us a good rating. That'll certainly help us appear higher in search results. And feel free to drop us a line at hello at covertocoverconversations.com. Intro and outro music of our podcast is produced by Jarrett Nicolay at Mixtape Studios in Northern Virginia. We hope you discovered some new music, perhaps rekindled your love for an old forgotten song, and shared a good moment with us as we continue to sonically explore a world from cover to cover. <laughs>